Hello, 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 and welcome back to Conversations with JR. I hope that all is well with you, your families, your loved ones. It is March, Women's Her Story Month, a time to honor women's past, present, and future and their sacrifices, their voices, and contributions that has made it possible for women to be heard, for us to achieve, and for us to be seen. Today's topic is about family. That's what today's topic is about. Now, people say that Blood is family. And you know, they always say, you know, blood sticking in water because we're not going to let nobody else, you know, come in between this because blood sticking in water. But you know, sometimes this isn't always the case. Some people argue that the original makeup of family is a man and a woman and they come together in divine love and produce children, allowing the generations to live on. Now, it's okay for you to have your own opinion about what makes a family. This is not about who is right and who is wrong when it comes down to what makes a family. I am concerned about the loss foundation of the family because families have been divided. We continuously to be divided. Family have been broken and destroyed, causing us to live in a society that is out of balance because we have lost the, the meaning and the importance of having a solid family foundation. My siblings and myself, we had the good fortune to be raised at a time, I'm a baby boomer, to be raised at a time when two-parent homes was the norm. And we had the support of our extended family members. And I would like to add that, you know that village people always talk about, like it takes a village to raise children? Well, children of my generation, we had to respect and honor the adults in that village without question. Regardless to who that adult was, we had to respect them. We had to humble ourselves and we had to be in a child's place because that village that helped to protect us and guide us and look out for us was family. You know, people also say that family is everything or without family, a person has nothing. Well, if these sayings are true, then why are families struggling to stay together? Why is it so hard for us to exist in a society that will protect and will honor and will do all it can do to strengthen the family, the foundation, the bonding of family. Over the years, I have been observing, I often wonder what is happening to the structure, to the foundation of family. Why are there so many 
one family homes. And not only that, there are others out there who are creating their own version of what a family is. Grandparents raising grandchildren, children raising children, these young adolescents that are out here having these babies and they're raising these babies without the support of family. Then you have fathers who are walking away from their families. Now listen, I'm not here to judge. This is not what conversation with JR is about. I am here to have conversations about issues that impact us. And this is a social issue that is impacting all families. You know, you have fathers who are getting up and walking away from their families. For whatever reason that situation is, I don't live in these homes, that these fathers are getting up and walking away. You're supposed to be walking away from the situation, but not from your children. Not from your children. There should be an agreement between the mother and the father to regardless that we could not make it. Let's stay together as friends and as a mother and as a father for the protection, for the guidance, and for the strength of our children. You have mothers who are pushing husbands out of the homes because they're turning elsewhere for love and for comfort. Again, I don't understand. I'm not there to judge. I don't live in that situation. But when you push your man out of the home, you are pushing away a vital asset to that home when it comes down to the children and to the family structure. You know, there are broken marriages. Why are there broken marriages? Due to husbands and wives having one foot inside the home and the other foot on the outside of the home, paying attention to all these distractions and side pieces and wanting to always hang out with the girls and always want to hang out with the boys. But you came together in this marriage, you said, to love, to honor, to death do us part, and sickness and health, and you created these children. Where is that foundation in that home? You know, um, families have been destroyed and continuously to be destroyed by lies and by secrets and by grudges and by the competition in the family between family members about the haves and the haves not because maybe I have a, a, a better home than you. But there's no such thing as a better home than you. Maybe because I have higher education and you just have a high school education. Or maybe because my income is higher. Okay, that's good and fine. But why are family members tearing each other apart because of the haves and the haves not? When you should be helping that family member to rise just like you did. Maya Angelou says that when you make it, you reach back and you grab hold of someone else and you bring them along with you. But I don't see that happening in a lot of families, especially in the African-American families. We are very selfish people and I'm speaking it. We are very selfish people because we have it. And I hear people saying, I'm not gonna help so-and-so. Let them help themselves. No one helped me. And this is the thinking that is breaking <clears throat> apart the foundation of families. I see mothers who want to be their children's best friends 
you know, they're hanging out with their daughters and they're hanging out with their daughter friends and they're trying to re re relive their youth instead of nurturing and guiding and protecting their children and being a mother and walking in a mother's place and being a role model for their children of good values and respect, especially for their daughters, teaching their daughters how to uh, be respectful and have self-respect and have self-work and know how to do self-care and to dress modestly and to present themselves out into society as a woman of substance. But you have mothers now who are trying to turn up and twerk and do all these other things besides walking in the step of a mother. And that helps to break the family foundation. You have these fathers who are fascinated with their new rides. So all they do, they nurture those rides. They wash those rides. They take care of those rides. They show off those rides. And they spend weekends glued to their widescreen television, you know, watching sports and allowing the burden of raising the children to fall on already frustrated mothers. This is a recipe for failure and chaos in the home. And mind you, let me remind you of this, my listeners. The children are watching. You know, children of this generation are allowed to roam the streets with no curfew. None. And I shake my head at this because when I reflect back about how I was raised with my siblings and all the other children of my generation, we understood what time it was when the street light came on. We understood how to ask for permission to go to so-and-so's house. My parents knew where we were at, knew the family where we were at. We were told what time to come home and we was there at that time. Children of this generation, they talk back to their elders. They don't care who it is. They talk back to their elders. I could not do such a thing. Whoever that elder was talking to me, giving me guidance, I had to submit, humble myself, respect them, and listen. Children of this generation, they're engaging in physical fighting with family members. So many physical fights, it's, it's beyond. They're drawing blood, so much anger, so much aggression in these families. And then they call the cops. Why? Because society has given them the power over their guardians. Shall I go on? Family gatherings are not what they used to be. Because of this rivalry between family members, weddings and funerals and baby showers and birthdays, everybody has to think about who to invite and who not to invite. And this caused another whole um, chaos within the family because certain people will not be invited. And then the question is, if, she, if he or she can come, then I am not going because that's not fair. And here's the best one. We all, I think we all have experienced this one. Families who unite at funerals and somebody gets up and make this big speech vowing to do better and mend the division in the family. Now we all know that this is just a big show. 
And people are either depressed by the, the death of a loved one or they just had one too many drinks at the repast. Because we know that after the crying is done, after the mourning is over, after everybody goes back to their homes, everybody goes back to hating one another. And I hate to use that word, but this is what family is doing, disliking one another, gossiping about one another, not supporting one another, not appreciating one another, not having compassion for one another. What is happening to the foundation of family? You know, I think by now my listeners understand where I'm going with this. My intention is to bring awareness about the law structure, the law's foundation of family first as a social issue. Because when a family becomes broken, it leaves a wound in a society that is already bearing scars of a population of emotional wounded people lost and feeling hopeless and disconnected. We seem to be continuously living in a society that is turning a blind eye to the importance of the structure, the bonding of family and how important that is from one generation to the next generation to the next generation. We are losing it. And as each generation comes, the, the importance of families is less and less and less. I remember when I was growing up, I couldn't wait to see my cousins. I couldn't wait to see my aunts and uncles. Every occasion was about seeing the family communicating with the family, connecting with the family, enjoying the family, supporting the family. What happened to the times when the adults in the family would get together because there was a crisis in another part of the family, but everybody got together not to gossip, but to see how we are going to support them because what we would, what would they used to say? Because this is family. And this is what family do. We love each other. We support each other. We don't turn our back on each other. We uplift each other regardless of what the circumstances is. I don't see that happening in society today. I see everybody going off on their own. I see division. I see dog eat dog. I don't see people really compassionate about helping each other and helping out families. I live in a community where I don't know any of the families of the communities where I live. People just to themselves. There is no more connection to community. There is nothing. Just everybody just going about their business. And that's it. And that's the type of society that we are raising our children in. So I thank you for listening. And I hope that this will inspire you to think about the family situation that you are currently in or that you see other family members in. Where is the church when it comes down to helping 
the foundation of family inside of the church and inside of communities. I am hoping that this podcast from Conversations with JR will help you to have this dialogue and think about the family situation that you are in and want to improve the family situation that you are in. Be the one, be that one person who starts the cycle of change to leading your family to a path of healing and restoration. I thank you for listening and don't forget Conversations with JR. I am on YouTube. Subscribe, click, like, and share. Until the next time, I thank you for listening.